Rational. People consider our reason as one of our highest traits. But in practice we seem to move more by impulse and desire than by reason. What many of us do not know is that we can also analyze each of our impulses and what purpose they have. There are the basic urges for food, sex, a place of refuge, etc. whose objective is to sustain a person for an average of 70 years of life and to be the basis for offspring and preservation of the species. Then there are the impulses to accumulate possessions, which seem to be aimed at the security of those who accumulate and their offspring, and are linked to the next longing. Honor or status, which seems to aim the example to be imitated through admiration and to extend the range of pleasure of a person in time through the aspiration to be remembered and is one of the main motivations to seek the next degree. Knowledge, the discovery of the world we inhabit and process it with our minds. There does not seem to be any person who does not contain in a certain way these categories and all the actions that have to do with acquiring these possessions and the way of acquiring them seems rational to us and in a certain way we all understand it. It seems that those who stand out in any of these categories are only representatives of the state in which the majority is, and if for some reason there was another way of operating or something outside of these categories, the majority would not even detect it. It would be out of common sense and rational. Why even mention it? What is the problem with our current form? Actually, it is the problem. Our way of seeking pleasure in a personal and exclusive way in all categories has caused an over-exploitation of resources. Our role models are for the most part those who master the most damaging way to obtain an illusory and temporary honor, the same with wealth and already in the last century also knowledge. The way of understanding possessions of any kind always ends in violence and collapse. Even when we relate it to isolated people and natural phenomena, and not to the way we all relate to each other, driven by our longings, which is also a natural phenomenon. Nobody likes to question what they consider to be their self, with their triumphs and achievements and unique characteristics that each one considers above those of everyone else. And the reaction to this is fear or anger towards everything and everyone suggesting the need for such a review. But it is becoming more and more necessary. Since our behavior is becoming more and more harmful, quite irrationally. It is increasingly evident that none of the things for which we make great efforts has another direction than the self of each one, and that none of these motivations nor our competition, robbery and mutual snatching gives us a pleasure that goes beyond of a few years, much less a feeling of satisfaction or ultimate fulfillment. Not in our life, not in our death, not in any of the parameters in which we perceive our existence. But it is the only way in which we know how to receive pleasures, and in every person there is a program that is willing to sacrifice even its existence to receive a pleasure, and that others don't in whatever way, that is why we do not mind sacrificing the nature that holds us to continue to have status or money or culinary delights or win wars, etc. Everything is intertwined in a single system that is present in each and everyone. And that's the key. If it is not resolved at the root and as a single system, taking absolutely everyone into account, it will not be resolved. Or is it that the future of humanity is that a single person survives and is the richest, wisest, most honorable, good-looking, powerful, living forever, etc. Absurd. Then why on a daily basis each one competes, despises, snatches, etc. behaving like he could come to that? It doesn't sound very rational. Only a reform of the direction with which we use ourself, directing it from each one to all and vice versa could give us something new, definitive, full, not fragmented and temporary and defective. Only by making this reform and discovering our categories of pleasure in their corrected form can we try to discover if that which we seem to seek, eternal pleasure, exists. At least if we search and discover that it does not exist, could we calm down and live all a life of a few decades dignified and calm like any animal, without stress, without anguish, without hatred? On the other hand, 
if we give the message a try and study and analyze and even plan our development as a single interconnected system forever, and each as a receptor of pleasure developing into a certain form, then we would not have to develop against our will. And the only way a recipient of pleasure develops is, when the pleasure that he currently receives in any shape, begins to restrict degree by degree, you cannot know anything, then it restricts dignity along with possessions, then it begins to restrict basic things, etc. If this happens and the time has come for the general population to move forward, then we could expect general restrictions, restriction of movement through disease, of possessions through scarcity, of a sense of dignity through conflict and repression. And much more. Now does it seem more rational and common sense to talk about this?